Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome back to Meeting of the Minds. Today, we have a very special guest, Ben Ryder, the great Ben Ryder, the champion of the world, Mr. Beat the Streets, one of our teammates back at the University of Pennsylvania. And I'm going to say one thing about at the University of Pennsylvania, you think, oh, Ivy League school, a very linear transition. You get the safe, secure job. You wind up doing that whole thing. Well, guess what? Not, neither of us wound up having that, that linear path. Jeff and I starting wrestling mindset then going on to become the champion of the world. So I guess first, Ben, thank you very much for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me, Gene, Jeff. It's awesome to see you guys, to be here with you guys. Um, always inspired by everything, everything that you've done and, and uh, grateful to be here. I was never, cha- I was never a world champion though. I was just, I had a South American title for a while. I got, what was the name, of the, what was the name of the championship? <laughs> I had a belt. I do have a belt. I do. <laughs> yeah. We, that was bad pre, pre-call screening. I should have had that. I should have made sure you had the belt in the background. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's close by. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're, we're teammates. Oh, yeah. That was our teammate at Penn. Go ahead, Jeff. That's right. I was going to say, so we're teammates at the University of Pennsylvania. Ben and I were about maybe three rooms apart uh, yeah. our last year at Penn. I used to go down to Ben's room a lot. Ben got me my first job That's bartending. Right. And... <laughs> And working the door, I was the bouncer. So thank you for my first job. Thank you for funding my la- my fifth year of college. <laughs> Those are some fun times. <laughs> we had like we had like half the you know we had half the team working at the at the pub at some point. 
the Irish pub. So yeah, an interesting story about that. It was the same pub that was in the movie Rocky Balboa. So right. Rocky Six, there was a scene in the Irish pub that that Ben and I used to work at. And, That's right. And, fame. and you'll notice the safer move was not to pick the football team, but the wrestling team. No, 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 no knock on them. Shout out to those guys. They were our friends too. <laughs> That's right. Not not too many bad stories there, but we'll leave the college stories for a different day. I think I think we should start so after college. It, it seemed like Ben fell off the grid and then all of a sudden we found out that he was in Peru. Can you talk about a little bit about your transition from college and then, the you know, I guess the year or two after? Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I ended up going to Peru just thinking um, I wasn't really I wasn't sure what was going to be the, the long term path at that point. But I knew that that doing some good in the world and, and uh, learning a different culture and having that experience. Felt like it was uh, the right thing to do at the time, and, and I was gonna go. Was gonna go there just for a year. Um, I was uh, helping build community centers and working working with after school programs uh, in in the outskirts of Arequipa, Peru. There are these uh, they're called pueblos sobres, which are kind of like new settlements of people coming down from the mountains and rural areas. There's not that much infrastructure yet. Um, wasn't any running water, electricity, you know, all of those kind of things that it took some time to, you kind of just had to get a few thousand people there before, before those things started, started forming. So they needed some, some, some support. And, uh, and anyway, it was a great, in, in my mind, I was just like, okay, this is a, it's, it's part of our purpose on, on this, on this earth to do some things to, to uh, give back or, or try to, you know, just try to put something positive in the world and, and at the same time, like, okay, I just got out of college. I want to go and um, see it, see the world and, and uh, learn, a, you know, learn Spanish finally, uh, even though I took it in class and didn't, couldn't speak it at all. So finally did that. And I was going uh, to say, Ben, sorry to interrupt, but correct me if I'm wrong. The last thing I remember, did you have to stay after during the summer to take like a Spanish class? So I remember you, I thought I remember you had to take a Spanish class. And then after that, you went right to Peru. So you, you don't totally have any true. I did. I didn't, no family yeah. in Peru, right? No background, no Spanish roots or anything like that. No. Well, actually, I am a quarter Puerto Rican. Okay. My grandma was born in Puerto Rico, but I didn't have, but I was kind of detached. She, she passed when I was seven. I didn't really, I wasn't, yeah, I wasn't like grew up that way or, or yeah, I didn't learn the language at all growing up. Um, and, and yeah, I did have to um, do the summer after senior year to fulfill the language requirement. I took Spanish and went to Peru. So it was good. It was kind of fresh and fresh in my head. The, uh, um, but yeah, I was thinking I was going to stay there for a year. And then I ended up being there for over seven years, met my wife who's Peruvian. Both my kids were born there, started the family and, uh, just really, it was a whole big chapter of life there. Um, before coming back to the Philly area and working with Beach Streets Philly. That's right. I think we got to get a little bit into the MMA journey though. So you fought in Peru, then you eventually fought in Bellator. I remember probably when you left, you know, you were, you were a full-size college heavyweight. And then when I was watching you on TV, you were, you were fighting at 185 pounds, right? Yeah, I did. I cut down a little 185. That's uh, that was a, yeah, that was a journey. I got up to, I got up to 300 right after college wrestling. And I was like, man. And then I remember coming back for a practice with, uh, with Blakely and trying to help him out. Cause he was getting ready for, he was getting ready for Easterns. I was so tired. I'm like, man, I gotta, gotta make some changes. And, uh, 
And I was just really, I was really strict with the diet for like a year straight. Did not like, did not uh, falter once. And then I, then I was training a lot. Um, and, and I kind of, I had my first few fights were at heavyweight and then light heavyweight. And then towards the second half of my career, they were all at, at 185. And those were some, some big weight cuts, but uh, got through them. <laughs> yeah. So, so what's, what are some of the memorable stories Bellator, MMA, what are some of the first things that come to mind? I, th I think if Ben trained with John Jones. I did. I was his sparring partner for awesome. like three years or so. Yeah, he's awesome. He's like, he's, uh, he's just like his mental, the mental part of the sport, right? He just pieces everything together. He was probably, he was probably my favorite person in the world to spar with because he's super controlled and just like you always learn so much. The intensity's high, but you're not worried about, um, you know, a lot of guys like, a lot of guys, especially if you're less experienced, you end up kind of hurting each other and sparring. But he was the kind of guy that's just like really, uh, really controlled while keeping the intensity high and uh, and just piecing all sorts of things together. So that was, yeah, that was an awesome experience that I just got to train with all of those, you know, world champions and and, and uh, got to do all that. I'm trying to think funny stories. I was, uh, it was kind of a funny one when, um, when Holly Holm knocked out Ronda Rousey um, there was, uh, her and Michelle and Michelle Watterson were doing a women's self-defense clinic and I was the dummy for that clinic. So I got like the, I had to put on a bunch of hockey pads and all of these, there was about like, I don't know, 60 or 70 women that showed up to this and they were all beating me up. And that was, <laughs> that was the day, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, there's some fun, there's some fun stuff for sure. And just the whole journey, I mean, it's like, you know, there's all chapters in life and that was a chapter in life and it was cool to compete at that level, see, see, um, just, um, be in, you know, be in the sport for, for most of my twenties and, and, uh, and it was, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really grateful for that. That was awesome. And, and then, uh, grateful for, for what I'm doing now. I feel like everything was kind of meant to be and, um, was also able to, with being a, with being an MMA fighter, in Peru, it kind of gave, it gave, gave me a platform to kind of, to motivate people to get involved with some of the social impact work we were doing, whether it's, you know, whether it's after school programs or kind of like, you know, getting through the sport or whether it's getting warm clothing and blankets up to these villages in the Andes mountains that are like 17,000 feet, all sorts of things that we do. Um, and, and uh, having that, that platform as an athlete kind of really brought it all together. Yep. So now, awesome. did you bring Raleigh down there with you? Or did Raleigh follow you down there? When I look at Jeff's shirt, what he has in right now, I always picture Raleigh wearing that shirt. Oh, yeah, me too. Raleigh would wear that a lot. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't bring him down. I, yeah, Raleigh, Raleigh did that all on his own. Maybe my coach kind of influenced him, though, a bit. My coach in Peru. We were uh, Raleigh. So Raleigh, Xander, Neil, and Blakely came, uh, came to do a Peru trip. And we went to Machu Picchu. We like had a whole whole bunch of fun in Peru, and uh, um, and Raleigh, they went they came and trained right, so they got some workouts in, and then uh, the last like right before their flight back, we're getting we're getting a few drinks, and we're talking with my coach in Peru, and I don't know him and Raleigh had a heart to heart, and then uh, Raleigh was back and like he was like all right I'm moving to Peru, <laughs> I'm gonna be a fighter, and then he lived with me he lived with us for for that year that he was down there and then now you know you know raleigh's just doing awesome stuff all over the world again it's that that that, that standard pen line that you just go you you get your education then you get a safe secure job in and finance it's <laughs>
Yeah. That's, a, that's awesome. I guess with transition to beat the streets, what's going on now? There's no time like the press. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna say how did how did your time in Peru do you think impact the transition into beat the streets? For me, it felt like just meant to be. To me, it was like a God thing, just like you know, this is there's chapters in life, and this be getting involved with beat the streets was something that I always admired from afar. Like, you know, oh man, this is a really, this is a great way to, this is a great way to help kids, great way to, to do some good in the world this is awesome. Like I want to be involved in this organization. Beat the Streets Philadelphia was hiring and uh, it was 2017. And at that same time, I was, uh, my wife and I were, were talking about, okay, you know, I think the next chapter of life, we should be looking at, at getting the kids to the States and, and, and doing, you know, kind of looking at that transition. Um, and, uh, and then, yeah, opportunity show with, with Beat Streets Philly, I ended up, uh, starting there as their mentoring director and, uh, loved it from, from day one, just the, the mission, you know, there's so many, there's so many life lessons that are packed in the sport. And I mean, you guys are all about this, which is, you know, you guys bring that to life with, with, with wrestling mindset and, and, and really kind of tapping into all those things you learn on the mat and how it helps you with life and all the things that, and then how to prepare, right, for what you're doing on the mat. But I'd say just like anytime I hear someone that never never wrestled a day in their life, where they're saying, I'm wrestling through a certain issue, I'm wrestling through something, right? Everybody's wrestling through something. And uh, and and those are the those are the things that you learn through the sport that help you in all areas of life. So so we beat the streets, we just we wanna we we wanna, you know, we know that that those are it's a it's a really great vehicle to to work with youth and support them on their life paths get some really positive coaches and role models and a community, you know, around the, the kids that we serve and, uh, and, and be there to, to support each and every boy and girl that, that that's part of the beat the streets program and, and help them, you know, wrestling's not the mission it's the vehicle. Um, and, uh, and really the mission is to, to support them with their own life goals and help them with everything that happens off the mat, whether at school and next steps after high school and, you know, getting into a trade school or military or college or the workforce and, and, uh, and just being there, just being that, 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 you know, that person that could, that that's there for, for, you know, with, with whatever's going on in life, there's all sorts of things that come up. We got, we've got, we've got such inspirational kids coming through beat the streets that have to overcome some, you know, some have to overcome some really tough stuff and are just doing amazing things in their lives and then giving back to the younger kids. So I, I'm just really grateful to be involved in it. And uh, I feel like each and every day, like not that many people, not that many people get to do a career that they just full heartedly believe in. I know that you guys get that, right? But you guys started your own, you know, you guys had to build it to do that, you know? Um, and I just feel really blessed and fortunate that, um, that I'm one of the few people that get that, that I could just like, you know, day and night work towards something that, that, uh, that I full heartedly believe in and I know is making a great difference in the world. That's awesome. It's even funny as, as a friend who, I mean, I probably didn't see you in, I don't know, eight, nine, 10 years. When you took the job, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. It's just like a seamless transition. I was like, you know, when I, when I thought of you, like one of the words that would come to mind when I would think of Ben Ryder would be generosity, right? You were just, I don't know, it's in your DNA. It's something I'm sure it has a lot to do with your family, the support system and things like that. But, you know, you're always about helping people. Right? Like I said, you got me my first job. You got half of the Penn wrestlers probably their first or second job. And then, um, you know, I, I knew that you were always involved in mentoring. So just when I saw that you got that job after you were done fighting, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Thanks, man. Yeah. <laughs> makes sense. yeah. 
I appreciate that. I felt that too. I felt that kind of inner peace of just like, okay, this is, you know, this is, this is the right path. This is, this, it does make sense. This is what it's meant to be. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So la- last week, it actually came out today. We did our podcast on why should your kid wrestle? So, okay. so we're trying to, we're, we're all trying to grow wrestling, right? And I think there's so much alignment between beat the streets, wrestling mindset, wrestlers and business network. You know, I, I look at those three. It's like, there's just so much of a connection between all three of them that it's hard to, it's hard to talk about one without the other two sometimes. Absolutely. So, um, all right. I guess just expanding on that, right. How do we, how do we grow wrestling in inner city areas? Because that's, it's different, right. I'm, I grew up in a suburban area. Um, I, I think you did as well. We have a lot of wrestlers from out in the sticks in rural areas, but how do we do it in inner cities? I think it's probably a different struggle. What have, what have you seen? Well, I'd say why your kids should wrestle. One is it, it, it really does prepare you for life and, and there's, and you get a community. So many people, I always say wherever I'm in, in the, wherever I'm at in the world, and I've been on mats all over the world, wherever you find a mat, find a home, find that instant community, that instant, instant group of people that are going to, that you're going to, um, you're a part of it. Right. And you're, that's, that's, that's one thing, right. I have friendships that lifelong friendships through the sport. Right. And then the, and then it's just packed full of life lessons that are going to prepare you for all the things that, that come, that come ahead. Um, so it's this big, like wrestling is this big metaphor for life, really. Right. All the things that you got to, you know, do and over, you know, you're bouncing back from failures, you're overcome, learning how to navigate challenges and overcome adversity, you're learning how to, um, you know, you got, you're part of, you have this job and you're part of this team, right. But you're, but you also got to be, you know, have the courage to put yourself out there. Right. And it's all, all these things, you know, you learn humility and you learn how to believe in yourself at the same time. So it's just, it's just packed. I mean, that's just the short list, but it's packed full of life lessons that, that, that prepare us for life. Right. And that's what beat the streets is all about. And then when you're, when we're talking about um, inner cities in specific, I'd say, if you want to grow wrestling inner cities, help beat the streets, because that's what we're doing. <laughs> you know, donate to beat the streets, volunteer for beat the streets, because that is a hundred percent what we're doing. We're, you know, we're bringing, we're, we're bringing the sport into, you know, where it's, it's a, it's a huge need. There hasn't been opportunities there. Um, and, and we want to grow, we want to grow beat the streets organizations across the entire country and specifically in inner cities. Um, and, and that's, that's what we're doing. So please, uh, I'd say that would be the answer. How do you do it? Team up and beat the streets because we're doing it. Um, but I'd say, you know, part of, I'd say some of the, some of the kind of the, the, the uh, the the factors that that get really effective are just like well you know now we're at the point where we have we have beat the streets youth that are now alumni and coming back and being that being that positive role model and coach getting plugged in as coaches and mentors to younger student athletes that's huge um getting just the exposure right like really just trying right i mean it's kind of hard to say i feel like i feel like before beat the streets it'd be easy to say okay, yeah, there's not that much wrestling going on in the inner cities, but that's, you know, it, it just, we haven't tried, you know, but now be the streets, we're bringing the sport to inner cities and, and, and it's, and it's happening. So I feel like part of it's just, you know, if our wrestling world, you know, of all of our, our wrestling community and world rally behind that and, 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 uh, and support that and put an effort behind it, well, it, it will happen. It's happening and it will keep happening. Yeah. There's a lot of momentum now that beat the streets has, great events obviously you guys have done great people that have come through it now we're at a 
like you said, a second generation, people who've gone through it and now they're giving back. So it's, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome to see. I, I love to see. I'm so proud of like, I mean, you know, there's, there's 8,400 beat the streets kids across the country right now. Right. So it's, you know, I, I, with beat the streets Philly, I, you know, I know a lot of them in, in Philly for sure, you know, and, and a few across the country, um, but every beat the streets kid that I've met and, and talked to and got to know are just like, there's such, um, there's, if you're not inspired, it's like, you know, it's, we just have amazing, amazing youth coming through the program. And, uh, and it's, it's just, a you know, I'm so grateful. Like it's an honor to be able to be a part of this. And, um, and I think everybody that gets involved, they're going to get, um, you know, you're going to get as much out of it as you put into as well. So, so it's really kind of, you know, it's, you're, we're, we're, I, I learn I learn from our, our youth every day too, you know, inspired by, by our youth every day. Yep. And I remember when we came by Beat the Streets Philadelphia, it's probably about, I don't know, three years ago now. We just yeah, came by like pre-COVID. Yeah. It was definitely pre-COVID. We came by on a, on a random day and there were, I don't know how many, but there were several kids that were in there just hanging out, doing their homework, yeah. going through some of the mindset lessons, right? They were just learning they're being mentored and i just think of what an impact that will have on anyone really but yeah. you know being in the inner city that's just that's got to be amazing you know it's tough to it's tough to quantify how much of an impact that has on on a person well and i want to thank you know thank thank both of you guys for all the support over the years because i mean having you know having your support with with doing the mindset lessons with their youth and and just that that partnership and support has been huge so it really um, really appreciate everything that you guys are doing to want you know promote the mission and gather support in the wrestling community and and also just like the the all the work that you did to kind of bring those those all the lessons that that you put together and everything it's like these these um they're sparks for for real life conversation so they work really well with they really they work really well with what we're doing at beat the streets um, because it, it is like kind of the bridge between what you learn on the mat and then going into how that applies to life and you have, and you have frameworks for it, um, which are, you know, really like it, it's helps us a ton anyway. It helps us a ton. So thank you. It's our pleasure. Let's get what, what has changed since COVID? So that was probably like a year before COVID. I almost hate asking this question at this point, but, but we got to do it. I think it's important because I know even, even in the suburbs here. So I'm in Clark, New Jersey, Clark wrestling, they had no wrestling last year. Right. So that's going to impact a lot of kids because I think about the people that would have kept wrestling if they had it last year, but that break in the action, basketball had a season, other sports had a season, people yeah. get lazy, they get distracted. So even in the suburbs, you see, you know, wrestling is, is hurting because of that. Right. I know like they're really struggling to get people to sign up. So we're trying to, we're trying to, you know, build it up, but how, how have you seen the impact have, have they been affected the same the people that you're working with? Well, our kids are definitely been excited to get back on the mat. When COVID first hit, we had to do what everyone else did and kind of, you know, we, we focused on all the things that we can do. We moved, we did virtual programming. We got weekly calls set up. We had, we brought on guest speakers. We had, uh, we had guys like Joey McKenna doing technique breakdown and things like that. Um, so we did a lot, you know, um, but it doesn't replace just, you know, being together in person. Um, we were doing a lot on the front of just like getting, you were out delivering meals across the, across the city for, for families in need. We were out kind of, you know, we were lending out Chromebooks and we were kind of going all just, you know, whatever the need is, we were trying to meet it, which is a lot of the philosophy that we, 
you know, I've, I've has always been really cool to see it beat the streets. It's like, okay, wrestling is the vehicle, but it's just, there's so many things that, that go beyond the mat that, that we're there to, we're there to support on. Um, and uh, the, uh, so I'd say, um, you know, before, so through COVID, we were adapting, focused on the things we can do, um, being there as much as we possibly can for our youth in all sorts of, in, in kind of new dynamic ways, right? Like we really built out our virtual program. We had a lot of the senior level athletes do, uh, the Olympic level athletes do kind of these workout videos that we got used in the gym classes and our wrestling programs. We did uh, a whole bunch of Zoom workouts. We got together on the national level. We did this million minutes challenge where we had, um, we have student athletes across the country logging in minutes that they're using, that you're, they're exercising or better than themselves. So we're, so we're doing all those things. Um, and then, uh, and then now that, you know, and then as soon as we were able to open back up, you know, we started opening back up our first mentoring center and then some teams got back online, our community center programs got back online and, uh, and our kids were, you know, just excited, to, excited to get back into it. And, and uh, it's hard to say, you know, this will be our first season. That's just kind of not everyone and not every, you know, it depends on the school district, depends on the city, depends on, you know, whether what that's going to look like, you know, so there's a big, it's, uh, it's kind of hard to, it's hard to answer that question just yet because we're not quite through it. Um, but we're, but I'd say long-term looking ahead, um, what there's a lot of organizations that didn't survive it. Right. And I, we, I got to give a really big thank you to all of our Beat the Streets supporters um, because we've kept our Beat the Streets teams on. We've been there for our youth and we're prepared now. We're ready to go, you know, serve at you. We're ready to go and grow beyond beyond, you know, what we were the amount of kids we were reaching before COVID. Um, so we're we're um, you know, we got our teams ready. We're there working day in and day out to make sure that we can do the best possible job for the, for the kids that we exist to serve. And long-term beat the streets is growing. We're going to, you know, we're going to grow this across the country. There's lots of, there's lots of leaders that, that, that identify with the mission and want to be a part of this. And it's our job at, at with my new position now at beat the streets national um, to, to be the catalyst and support network for, for those leaders and, and help, help get new beat streets organizations off the ground while, while building partnerships that strengthen all of the existing ones. So I think it's going to be some exciting years ahead. Um, and, uh, and, and it's going to grow. There's going to be more beat the streets kids on the mat across the country in the years to come for sure. That's right. We're, we're growing wrestling COVID or no COVID. That's right. That's right. Yeah. We put out these 2028 visionary goals. So that lines up with the 2028 Olympics that are going to be in Los Angeles. And the idea and the idea is that we got beat the streets people and staff and coaches and kids across the country going to going to beat the streets LA to celebrate these goals. And they're both, they're both growth focused goals. So we want to, we want to increase girls wrestling by 280% and we want to grow to 28 new cities by the 2028 Olympics. So we've got some big growth girl goals that are out there. Um, and, uh, and we're going to be, you know, we're going to be getting after it. We're going to be, that's the, that's what to expect in the, in, in the years ahead for, for the beat the streets world. And, and it's only possible because of people supporting it right so we need the we definitely need the wrestling community and beyond to, to rally um rally and support to be able to accomplish those goals all you people watching the video you gotta you gotta subscribe subscribe you gotta donate you gotta get I out yeah Alan dean thank you. <laughs> you, gotta, yeah. you gotta support you you know there's there's time there's talent and there's treasure 
get involved, help beat the streets. So important. And it's good. And you guys are going to hit those goals. We'll do everything we can on our end. I feel like there's a lot of, there was quite a few pen people over the years that were involved to beat the streets. Oh Probably yeah. Ton. And shout out there. Who were some of the names we could shout out? Well, you got, I mean, you got the, the modern brothers, you got Clinton and Brett and then sister Michi, both super, all super involved with, you know, some of the co-founders for, for beat the streets. Philadelphia, but, but Clint's also the, the chairman of the board at National right now as well. Um, you got on, oh man, you got Ed McBride, vice chair of Beat Streets Philly. Um, you got Gary Baker's plugged in, Josh Baylor's plugged in. Um, we got some of our generation that just was getting plugged in. You know, some of our guys from our years are uh, in as supporters and advisors like um, uh, Brett McCurdy and Dan Burkle who just got in on the visionary uh, the visionary fund that, that launched the, that launched the team at beat the streets national, which is huge. Um, you got, uh, I mean, I don't want to start, man, there's so, there's such a long list that like, I'm going to start feeling bad that I'm missing. I want to forget people. I'm going to start Jake feeling Hunter, bad. Jake that I'm Hunter too. Jake Hunter, Jake Hunter's beat the streets coach. Yoshi's been super involved with beat the streets, New York. Oh man, I'm going to end up, the list is so long of pen wrestlers that I'm going to just apologize in advance because, because we could be, we could do a whole podcast on that and uh and i'm gonna end up like well, i need the, i need the roster in front of me right now and just be like it's gonna be half of them that are already plugged in we'll add you guys them, we'll, <laughs> add, we'll add them to the video we big thing is the coach reina sees that we're giving a shout out to the pen wrestling team yeah well and then, and then also just currently too right like big shout out to coach reina on just how he's been leading and and, and motivating all of the all of the the current pen wrestlers and over the past several years um, to get plugged in as mentors, coaches, and really be there for on the ground level with the current college pen wrestlers to really get plugged in with, with, uh, with beat the streets. And, and that's been, that's been awesome. Um, and, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, for beat the streets, Philly, we're right in between Penn and Drexel's campus. So I want to shout out to Matt Azevedo too, who's been doing the same exact thing, getting tons of Drexel wrestlers plugged in, plugged in the beat the streets, helping out as coaches helping out as mentors. Um, and man, now I'm going to end up like th that list is going to be short too, because, because if I think about with, you know, I just started with the streets national a couple months ago, and I know that there's lots of college coaches and programs that have been, that are, that are supporting, supporting us across the country. So, um, you know, I got to do a kind of like a general shout out right there. Cause I know there's so many names, like, I guess the conclusion is we got lots of great people, Lots of inspirational, amazing people that are plugged into Beat the Streets. And I think that we're just at the tip of the iceberg. I think that this is like, there's amazing, amazing work that's happened thus far. And, and the, the years are ahead, or, you know, it's going to be, we know what we're doing is working, but we also know that there's thousands and thousands and thousands of youth that still need to beat the streets. And, and uh, our job is to go meet that need. So we got tons of people that are involved in supporting and we need to even, we need to expand that to even, more you know we need to kind of keep we got to keep building supporters keep building that army of supporters uh so we can go and, and, and take this take this program across the country absolutely so i'll take that one as a bad question on my end that's not on ben that's on me i'll put that one right on myself but we thank everyone for everything you're doing for beat the streets ben we thank you for all you're doing for beat the streets all for the kids for the sport of wrestling and i think you know i will say it i think i speak on behalf of dan gable here well, who spoke at our coaches convention this past summer, who said that everyone needs to be doing more for wrestling, that everyone needs to be doing more. That means for beat the streets. 
So, so what's so what's the next initiative? I was gonna say the last thing we got to talk about. What's next? What's what's the current initiative at Beat the Streets National? And where do we send people afterwards? Awesome. Yeah, we just we just launched the Gear Up campaign. So that's the we partnered with with uh, Asics and Gear to Compete and uh, Good Sports and the Good Fight Foundation. And the goal is we want to get 3,000 kids across the country all the gear that they need for this season, right? So that's wrestling shoes, headgear, um, all sorts of athletic apparel, um, the, the ASICS two-piece sports bras for our girl wrestlers, um, all of these. So we want, to, we want to make sure that our kids have everything they need for the season. And, uh, and, and we have a big goal, right? We need to go – now we need to kind of engage the whole wrestling community because um, we need to build an army supporters – to, to meet our $150,000 goal. And we meet that goal and that's gonna get $600,000 worth of gear out to all of our youth because of those partnerships. So if you, so on an individual youth level, if you donate $50, that's gonna get $200 worth of gear out to a Beat the Streets kid. So if you're, if you're watching this, listen to this, um, just head to beatthestreets.org. You'll see the gear up campaign on the landing page. You just click on that link. Um, and it would be huge if you, you know, um, if you make a donation and also spread the word, share it on social media, consider kind of, you know, text it to a couple friends and family, um, because the only way that we're going to get to that goal is, is, is engaging that whole, the broader wrestling community and, and, and beyond. So, so we need, uh, we need leaders. I, I keep using the metaphor. I probably said this a few times already, just like building an army of supporters, but that's, that's what we're doing right now. We need, we need leaders to help build that. So, so to be a leader, what do you got to do? You got to, you know, you got to share it. You got to encourage, you know, try to get 20 people in your, try to get 20 people in your network to, to, to donate to this. Um, and then we'll get to that goal and, uh, and we'll get $600,000 worth of gear out to our, out to our kids across the country. And this is just the first year we're doing this. Um, this is the first time we're doing something like this at national. Um, and, uh, and it, because as you know, beat the streets has been, Beat the Streets individual chapters, right? New York was started in 05 and they've been, we have individual chapters and doing great work for a while, but not Beat the Streets National is relatively new compared to that. And this is the first time that we're, we're, we're building this out on, on, on the national level. And we want to get, we want to get all of our, all of our youth across the country, the gear they need. So, so please, please support that. That's right. We said on the, we said on the last podcast, Dan Gables on our leadership clinic, Gene said it before he said to us, he looked us right in the eye and he said, Everyone in the wrestling community, you need to do more. So wrestling mindset's going to do our part. I, I didn't want to tell you before, Ben, but we're going to do a company match. So any mindset coach that's involved with wrestling or winning mindset that donates to beat the streets, we're going to match him. Oh man, you guys are awesome. We got to do more. Awesome. We, gotta, we gotta walk the walk. You guys are awesome, man. That is great news. That is really all you can thank you. Thank it's you so our, much. It's our and, pleasure. It's our pleasure. And I hope that other people out there, I saw there's other companies that are matching, right? I saw that. I got the idea. I think you, maybe it was on the graphic that you sent, but it's worth it. You know, it's one of those causes where if we can get people on the mat, if we can get them the gear they need, right? We need, you don't yeah. need a ton to wrestle, but you need headgear. You need shoes. You need clothes, right? We need a little bit. So we yeah. don't want that to ever be an excuse that people can't wrestle because they don't have the funds to do it because they don't have the equipment. So we yeah. got to, so everyone's got to do more out there. Yeah. 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 Thank you guys so much. That's huge. That is huge. And just, and thinking about some of the, you know, what the, those barriers for the sport, right. And there's, there's um, a national stat that I just kind of always kind of brings it to light, but kids, you know, kids living under research communities are six times more likely to quit, quit sports because of costs. 
So I think at Beat the Streets, right, we want to make sure that we're, we're, we're taking care of all those barriers to entry, right? We want to make sure our programs are, you know, one, all our programs are free. Two, um, how do we figure out transportation? How do we figure out gear? How do we, how do we get, how do we get each kid everything they need to, to be a part of the, be a part of the, be a part of the sport, be a part of Beat the Streets program, be a part of those wrestling, this wrestling community. So thank you guys so much for, that's awesome. I'm so, I'm so excited that you guys are doing this. Thank you. Yeah, I think I saw some of those stats on, on the website. That's cool. Everyone, make sure you check out the website, too. What is it? It's beatthestreets.com, or is it Beat the Streets Org. Nationals? Just beatthestreets.org. Beatthestreets.org, okay. And we'll, we'll post all that in the show notes, of course. But um, that's something that's cool to check out. I saw the grit quote, Angela Duckworth. That's right. That, that um, wrestling, wrestling teaches grit. I feel like, I feel like the, the wrestling community's got to be really happy about 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 that book because it's just kind of like now you got the research that's right then you got the research you know shown that what we're doing is is you know it's been part of well, part of why what we do works so well um you know it's not the only lesson you learn through the sport you learn a lot more but wrestling definitely teaches grit <laughs> yeah and i think that research is important to post on the site because when people see that you could you could put a number to it right there's people are six times more likely to quit you see that and you're like wow you know, let's not let that become an issue. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. hundred percent. You guys are making the difference there, you know, and everybody that supports us is making that difference. You know, that's a, that's a way to just, you know, d directly make a difference in, in, in the world here and, and help a, help a beat street student athlete. And, and uh, um, really, you know, none of this happens without our supporters. So thank you guys. Yeah. It's awesome. Thank you, Ben. We appreciate it. You got anything else for him, Gene? Oh, just if there's anything, any other links that you have or anywhere else you want us to send them, send us where we want, where you want us to send other people, just let us know. We'll throw it in the show notes and we can always do it after the fact. So if we throw up the video and you say, Hey, let's add this, we can kick it in there. Cool. Yeah. We'll do the, we'll just do the, um, the gear up campaign link, which is on posted on the website, but we'll do the direct link to, for that campaign. Um, and then that's, yeah, that's, that's it. I think that's the, that's the big one right now. So that would be, that's awesome. And, and thank you guys for, for the time. It was awesome catching up with you guys. And, and, uh, and thank you for all you're doing. And this, this was cool. Got to do this again sometime. Absolutely. Take care. All right. Bye guys. Come on, ben. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.